Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How's it going? This is Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope everybody's having a great week so far. And for this episode, it's actually a continuation from our last episode entitled "New Normal." Are we okay? Are we okay? Are we? Are we okay? I'd say we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're okay. We're okay. I think um we are blessed, and we thank God for just having us continue to move forward in this new normal, as they call it, world that we're living because of the COVID-19 pandemic that is going throughout the world. But we just want to continue the um, conversation. Last episode, we kind of talked about what it was, um, COVID-19, and talked about, um, I guess, a little bit about Janelle and how those who are more susceptible to it what they have to deal with and how they how they're dealing with it. So, in this particular episode, we just want to talk about um, what this new normal entails and what are some of the practical things we can do um, to make sure that our marriage and our family is okay. So, what are some things that um you know we 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 can what 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 is this new normal looking like for us as you know more people are working from home and they can't go to work or some people are getting laid off or um, and, and things like that nature. How is that looking for a lot of people? Right. So I think for people that we know, majority of people we know are still working. Some of them are still having to go into work or right. they're on, um, I guess, an alternate schedule where sometimes they're going in, sometimes they work from home. And then we have other people that are working from home at this point, as far right. as most of the people we know. We do know a few business owners that were affected where they had to close their business down um, temporarily, right. or at least the storefront of their business right. had to be closed. I think at this point, a lot of people are reopening businesses businesses aren't fully functioning especially where we are because we're in georgia so the governor has opened up the states but i guess every business is taking its time to decide if they're going to open up or not um i know for myself um my company um having us work from home which has been a blessing so because it's a uh a a, 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 um, marketing company i can do everything from my home computer and I can be at home with my wife and kids, be able to help her with certain things. So, actually, I like it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I like it. I know my wife is is thankful for the we benefit. We like it. We like it. Um, I would yeah. say for us, and that's best because of technologies enabling right. us to, to do things like that. Living this era where I can have a computer that hook up the internet, and I can hook up to my computer at work and do the work which I usually do on a day-to-day basis. And also the type of job too, when you think of right. just all jobs. I know within the past maybe three or four years, doctors had started moving more towards 
coming in to see the patient with right. a little type of tablet and telemedicine could, is right up telemedicine like is picked up i know a lot of times uh patients can call in and get their lab work right. and things like that so a lot of times i think we have been seeing sort of an increase in technology just in all arenas and then mm -hmm. also somewhat of a distancing of people fully interacting like for instance when you go to the supermarket right you can get in a line where you're pretty much checking out yourself right and in a sense right. we were already kind of having some sort of social distancing i think that's why we looked at there's nothing new under the sun we kind of right. gave that scripture last week from ecclesiastes right. right so this new normal although things aren't totally new there are some aspects that things may be different for us individually but when we think on on christ and just who he is there's nothing new he's the same he's right. our constant so when we think about the new normal we want to think about how do we respond to all of this knowing right. that the one that we put our trust in our hope in he remains the same he doesn't change he's faithful he's trustworthy his um you know his promises are true he's a right. promise keeper he's just a loving kind good god even though people are dying even though people are sick people and we have want to downplay that because yes right. people are dying and people are sick but we want to make sure that our focus is on christ and making sure that we live a life that glorifies him and that showcases our um, trust in him during this time so that even though it is the quote unquote new normal, we're still living the same way we were living before, though some things are changing, whether it's working from home, whether it's right. having to change with the technology of the times to kind of keep up with being able to deal with your clients or your customers or your employees um, and also just the whole aspect of being with your family at, at home so there are a lot of people who are unemployed now or underemployed so they're at home with their kids now is a time where kids are out of school and they were out of school before they they shut down schools but now we're at a time where kids would have regularly gotten out of school for the summer break so Wait, sort of well not really well, some, so, some schools well maybe college but okay. most schools usually go towards like, the end of may it's mid -May. Or, I'm, you sorry, know. I'm, I'm thinking about my days when i was schooling you know, <laughs> but so now kids are at, at, at home and we have to look at the the whole fact of homeschooling a lot of parents have to homeschool their kids which is something we're doing school anyway. at home teach their kids help them out with what they're doing they're, finding they're, online yeah. Um, alternatives to kind of help them so you know we want to be able to um, give that advice to and and that's something that'll probably come later but for now i want to kind of condense it to how is this new normal looking for us and for other people and janelle's been homeschooling the kids for the last few years um we're still trying to get it down pat so it's really streamlined but for me to be home i'm there to kind of help because we have four boys and they're very active so very. so to kind of be there to help her with them and also our daughter 
who is um, about to go into high school. Yeah, about to be a high school. Ooh, homeschooling is, high school. Wow. Time is going That's a so new fast. thing for us. That's part of our new normal. Homeschooling a high schooler. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But middle schooler now, but really about to transition yeah, to high, high school schooler. in the next few months. So really trying to find out how we can balance everything. And, you know, luckily I have times in my job where I have um, low periods where I can turn and kind of help the kids like with math or helping them with definition. They always ask me how to spell a word or ask me what this means. So I'm always there for, for Janelle when she's maybe going over something with a, with one of the other kids. So we have them all here in our room, except for our daughter. She stay, likes to be in her room. But sometimes she come in, especially when Janelle is showing them something on TV, some type of um, prod, um, broadcast to help them in some area. And even watching, we've been watching um, Paul Washer um, who's been going over the book of Proverbs. So they've really been going over that with him. And um, she was even watching some episodes with um, the late R.C. Sproul and some of the episodes with him talking about um, um, some uh, uh, biblical um, uh, terminologies and theologies so they can understand um, the scripture. training of the Christian and um, right. disciplines. But also I'm here so I can, uh, I can help with uh, a lot of things around the house, which is a... Uh, <laughs> Another thing about this new normal, um, especially with being a husband, I know before when I used to hear about things going on at the house, I used to, you know, should I get a text or get a call about this is happening with the with the toilet or the bathroom or this, and I'd be okay, just I have to do it when I get home. Well, now I'm home, so if something's happening, I'm here. So I guess that's a blessing where right, right. if something is 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 gone on but or some type of medical thing, I can be fix here. It right on hand. I don't know about that. I do a little DIY here and there. So I can be here, or even for medical, like we spoke spoke last episode about my wife being type one diabetic. There was something which happened to to um I can be here and be able to assist. I remember um one time before my daughter was just my daughter. She called me because she felt something was going on, so I had to kind of um direct her through. But we we got through that. But I think me being here is kind of I know it makes her feel better. Because she sometimes can get kind of um, nervous and worried and anxious about certain things, so I know it makes my daughter feel better. So, but that's how things are looking here in the Banks household. But there are other people who are worse off. Um, people have been laid off their job, right. um, who had to downgrade some jobs and had to lay off employees, and so there are some employees that are still on who had less hours. So this new normal is looking or very... Even with businesses, they're yeah. probably not getting um, as much of the work that they were getting before. Depending on the business. Depending yeah, depending on, the business. on business. Grocery stores, Grocery stores obviously, are, people are still... But restaurants are, are... So those are two different food services, which are definitely getting hit differently. Grocery stores are selling out of products, especially products that people really need. And of course, the early days of this coronavirus or COVID-19 pandemic had a lot of people just buying things out. So grocery stores are still trying to recover from that, but they are picking up um, as of late. So that is very, very well. Um, So basically people are trying to provide for their families. And like I said, for us, it's a blessing that I got the job when I got this job, which I just started last year, actually. Right. And for me to have a job where technology played a big role in my day-to-day mm-hmm. being able to work from home but other people don't have that so i know for those who maybe watch i'm um, listening not watching yet but listening 
it's like what can you do and i think the thing we have to do is always have to make make plans and really should be planning i think this whole pandemic is gonna make a lot of businesses and families plan ahead for if something like this happens right um i think um 9 and 11 when they had the um the, uh, the the airplane crashes made people plan ahead for certain things like that. I think this is going to make people plan ahead for big things that happen, maybe not worldwide, but just happen right. in our country or in our family. For right. if something happens, what do you do? What do you think about that? Well, I think in general, we should be planning and preparing, um, being on alert. Right. The thing is about um, when we think about negative things that can happen tragedies trials um struggles sufferings right like we said none of this is new and i think even for us we just need to do a better job of preparing for those things you know right, right. Uh, we've been talking about like setting up emergency funds and right. things like that mm-hmm. um different type of accounts for different things like i said emergency funds or different other savings looking up looking at investing looking at other ways to bring in additional income so that you're not beholden to just one because if something like this happens then you're just relying on one income then you have to uh, apply for unemployment um and unemployment is not a bad thing no it's not but however right now we know there may be some delays and holdups because of the uh, magnitude or the right. amount of people filing for unemployment at this time. I don't have the number, but I remember seeing online about how many people filed for unemployment in, within the last month and the, the bar graph just shot straight up. So it's about four or five times the number of people that usually would be filing from unemployment, which is crazy when you think about it from not only here in our state, but around the country. Mm-hmm. by them people who are filing for unemployment but we are thankful that you know there are provisions there are um alternatives for people who are looking for work um there are things that we can do to strengthen our families during this time being with our families more now so hopefully we're able to communicate more um hopefully we're able to uh, connect with our spouse more if we're married and hopefully we're able to um do more things to solidify our family unit and bring us closer together. So, you know, to 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 fill out the rest of the episode, we really want to deal with some of the practical things we can do to make sure that our yeah. our marriages and our families okay during this time. You know, that's why I call you know, are we okay? And we are okay. And you know, you know, in family yeah. and friends who may be listening to us, we are doing well, and we're thankful and for for us being able to um, pay our bills. Um, pay for groceries do the things we have to do thankfully I don't have to drive as much as I did before so to save it on gas but um, what are some things to do so let's kind of go over some of the things that we can do we have three points kind of want to deal with the things that we can um, do day to day to to make this new normal um, workable and and just be able to go through things smoothly and easier right well before we get into that I just want to kind of make a note that Prior to COVID-19, there were probably areas in our marriage that I would say we needed to work on. Um, We probably knew we needed to work on. We 
talked about it. Yeah. However, we maybe didn't find the time with just having or make the time uh, or make the time. Right. Um, just having a really bit busy schedule with us doing individual things, right. ki- things with the kids, things with church, right. um, friends, family, what have you. And a lot of times that kind of put us in like a, a, a stagnant state as far as moving forward um, in a successful way with our marriage. Right. However, since COVID-19, I feel like it's given us a time to do, do more reflecting, a time to rest, Mm-hmm. Um, and a time to really reclaim um, what we had prior to, um, you know, starting a family. Just right. just looking at when you think about your relationship, you, you pretty much are sparked and, and excited and just just googly eyed and in <laughs> love when you, you first meet your spouse and and even probably in the first few few months or or maybe a year into marriage and then life happens you're mm-hmm. maybe not prepared or whatever and then you just keep going 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 and you never really get a grip on well what's going on what is it we're trying to do here what are we trying to accomplish what is our purpose beyond just oh we love each other right. but there's more to life than just saying we love each other because you you, you need more than that Right. So the three points are take time to rest, take time to reflect and take time to reclaim. Yeah. And I think the part about resting is something which even my wife, we talked about, about during this time is really a good time where she's had to actually rest. It's actually a physical rest. And I think for a lot of people, rest is something which you don't get that much of, especially depending on the many hours you work. Right. And for her being home with the kids was, I think it was kind of rough a little bit where it's like, well, I wasn't only at home. I was also right. going to co-ops and um, Bible studies and different, you know, groups Doing and stuff activities. Every week. Yeah. And we were leaving out of the house more than once, twice. Um, three times a week and then weekend activities for the kids and right. you know so it was almost like every day just going no break uh no rest besides you know going to sleep at night but um really just having a time and a space just to think reflect and have time to really do something about it right so that's one thing we definitely want to advise if you're not getting your rest which you hopefully you are because of this i think that's one thing which is force people to do is get physical rest even myself i'm kind of a night owl because i like to i'm not a morning person so i'm really like to just i could stay up late but i need to get my rest too and i luckily even in the job that i have now i can kind of get like little points of just just sitting back and just watching the kids or helping somebody out and really allows, gives me time to rest myself rather than being, I feel like I'm up ripping and running. Um, so you definitely need that. And think Janelle even had a verse in here about um, resting in, in, in Christ um, from um, Matthew chapter 11. Um, and I think, let me, let me actually get that. I want to pull that up real quick. 
because there's two verses I really want to get in this. One was First Peter chapter one, but I think this book, uh, um, this part in Matthew, um, I think may be something which we need to talk about because rest is something that is very important to not only us as adults, but also our kids. That's something which I was trying to tell them that they need to rest. They need to um, be mindful of the times they're up and when it's time to go to sleep, go to sleep. But Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And that's verse 28 and 29. So we know that Christ is our rest, that he is one who gives us rest when we are weary, when we're going through um, just the, the, the trials of life. And so we, we, we thank him for being our rest. And the Bible says that on the seventh day, God rested from all that he has done and saw that things were very good. So we know that rest is a very important to us and we want to make sure that people are hearing that. Next is about the time to reflect. Now, this is something which we have to do um, more of. And I think everybody should be able to do this since they're home now is reflect not only individually um, about, you know, what are some of your strengths and weaknesses, um, the expectations of your spouse, if you're married, um, your personal goals, whether you're married or not married, um, what are the roles that you have to play as a, as a husband or a wife, but also as a couple. You know, what are some of the goals that we have in common? I know Janelle was even telling me about, you know, I used to say, you know, I have I have things that um, are my hobbies and she felt like I guess felt like she don't have that many hobbies or not or something like that. But uh, I have things which I do and we kind of sometimes are apart, but trying to find things which we we do together. I know people have date nights and we're trying to put that into our into our weekly schedule, which is something which is new and something which we haven't used to do. I, I told her that, you know, we never really quote unquote dated. We just hung out, <laughs> you know, we just, we go see her and just, we just, just we're together. I never thought of it as a date, but I guess date is more planned thing, right? So mm, it doesn't have to be, it can be spontaneous. You You're can, not a spontaneous gal. You know that that much, but, but yeah. it could be, you never, you just <laughs> you got a never surprise, know. right? Got to jump up and surprise. <laughs> surprise. Um, it doesn't even have to be something where you leave the house or something you spend money on. I think like going to the park, that's something we both used to enjoy doing still like just to do that, right? doing that um hiking maybe stone mountain park things like that right so it's it's really about just making the effort to do it and right. then looking at how are you uh pouring into your relationship with your spouse because i know for us we have five kids right which we love dearly love them all. we love spending time with them um, however, we realized that to build our personal relationship, which in a marriage you have a two. separate relationship and it should be first right. with your spouse. And if it's not, then, you know, you really have to evaluate what's going on. Who are you really married to? And, you know, what's going on there? But that should be your first relationship outside of your relationship with God and you really need to build on that because right. we all grow 
right? right. We all grow. So the, the, the spouse yeah. that you married or you knew before you dated is probably not exactly the same person. Now, some things about them gonna grow is probably going to be the same, yeah. but they may have new interests. They, right. they may view things differently. Right. And definitely as a Christian, we know they should be growing spiritually. That's right. just a given. And that's one thing which I'm thankful to God for. That I've definitely seen my wife grow spiritually. And for her, seeing her read the her, her Bible, doing a, um, a Bible study, um, doing... Um, even things with women at the church giving speaking engagements so seeing her grow has really uh, been a blessing to see um, but we definitely want to actually have things where we're doing things as a couple and have common goals and that's one of the things where we're really trying to um, find out not with just the date night but find out what are some of the things that we can do that is something we can build our relationship and make sure that's firm and a good foundation for our kids so when they see us they know that hey mommy and daddy has everything um on lock has everything together so we're good so we're gonna make sure that they are good so we definitely want to make sure that we get our goals together and we even had a time we had all the kids and us kind of set goals what are some goals long term and short term for our family and we got to go we got to get back to that but that's something which you can do as a couple especially if you have kids setting up goals for each of you and then setting up goals together so we can continue to bridge that unity and the last point i want to get at is well before i want to go to the other point i also want to mention (laughs) (laughs) well you didn't talk about execution of these 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 goals because i think a lot of times we can say oh i want to do this or i want to achieve this but until you put together, well, what what am I going to do daily? What am I going to do monthly, depending on the goal? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do um, as far as connecting with other people? If it's a shared goal to ensure that we're achieving that goals. I write mean, the vision, you know, make it plain, as you said. Write the vision, make it plain. Right. And there's some other things you need to know about goals. I'm not going into that right now, but you need to be able to make sure, you know, it's attainable, measurable and all those things so just wanted to say that (laughs) that's good that's good and what's this last part about um take time to reclaim what do you mean by that well reclaim i look at it as okay you've had something and now maybe time has passed and you don't quite have it anymore especially for those who've been married for a long time like us for 15 years right so I was thinking more so for us, but I'm sure there's some people out there that probably feel like, hey, I need a little bit of a spark for my spouse in the way that maybe I saw them when we got married. You know, Mm -hmm. you've gone through different things. You've you've grown, you know, in different ways, spiritually, emotionally, physically. You know, there's a lot of changes that happen over time. But we want for there to continually be a spark of joy for the the marriage, the covenant of marriage, Mm -hmm. but also for that specific person that I'm married to. Like, I want to um, have joy, you know, when I get up, I'm not just saying, well, we we live together or have a desire for them too. Right. You, 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 um, we, we don't 
we don't fantasize on emotionalism, but we do have an emotional attachment to your spouse. You do love them. You do care for them. Right. You do have a, a, a strong um, attachment to them right. and it brings strong emotions to them. So you want to make sure that you keeping that going um, uh, throughout the years, um, right. whether it's um, physical from the touch to showing you love the person to saying it, um, telling the person that you care, you love them, you appreciate them um, to showing. Um, we even had a, I think it was a book you told me about called Love Languages. And oh, right. At, the five what, love languages. What are your love languages and stuff like that? And, you know, that was very interesting because it actually, you know, Janelle's love languages are You don't have to share dip- my love language no, in not this right episode. Now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe further down the road, but we both have different love languages. We both express and want to be, we want to be loved in different ways and right. we show love in a different way. So we need to really keep that going and like you said reclaiming those things you know as the years go by sometimes you get lazy uh, I'm, I'm i'm privy to that right. but you have to it's something where hopefully one of the spouses will remind us hey we got to get back and janelle is, is definitely that for our family she is definitely reminding me about the things which um uh it needs to be needs to be put um up front needs to be done and really to spark my engine so Right. Um, I'm really thank God for help me. <laughs> yeah, yes, thank thank God for help me because I don't know where I would be without her. But um, definitely need that um that spark and understanding that um we are one. That right. covenant marriage is the very important, the cornerstone of our of our marriage. That right. is is not the emotion of love, but it's um the love of God and the the wanting and desiring to honor our marriage. No matter what's going on, whether it's this new normal or whether it's some other thing that comes up or whatever the situation, um, life, death, changes in life, we still want the covenant of our marriage to continue to be strong throughout the years, no matter what's going on. And then, so then basically, is there hope? And, you know, we could really go into our own own segment about this, but ultimately, I want to read this verse from um, 1 Peter 1, 3 through 9, and I want to... It lets us know what our hope is in. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you kind of know where this is going, but it's always great to reread. So 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 9 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Um, Obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. 
that was on verses three through nine. So we see that our hope is ultimately in Christ. And the reason why we put our hope is in him because he resurrected from the dead. It was not that he just was a great guy who lived and we kind of say, hey, he's cool. But we're saying that this is God who came down to our earth to live a life we could not live and die a death we could not die for ourselves, for our again, for our sins that we all commit, that we all were born into. No man is 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 sin proof. No man is is perfect. Only one is perfect is the one who was perfect from the beginning, and that is um, Jesus Christ, who is the who is God the Son, and who came and died and resurrected. And because he resurrected, we have hope. If the resurrection did not happen, mm. if there's no resurrection, there's no hope. Right. So that is our hope. So even in this time, we can still put our faith and trust in Christ. We can still love our 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 spouse. We can love our children. We can love our neighbor, whether they believe in Him or not. It's not that you um you love people and you take care of people who who are who are Christians. No, we as Christians are, are said to love our neighbor. Mm. We even love said, our enemies. Even to love our enemies. Why? So that would they be we can be a um, example of the gospel. We can share the mm. gospel. We can live the gospel before them so they can say, what must I do to be saved? So prayerfully, that's the case for all those who who come to listen to this podcast, that you'll see where our hope comes from and where the different things where we have to deal with in our life, in our family, in our marriage, that ultimately we look to scripture, which is the infallible word of God, to direct our paths, to direct our emotions, to direct our perspectives so that we have a, a more better way of looking at things we have a righteous way of looking at things not to puff our chests up and say how great we are but to say how great and good god is even in this new normal all right so we are okay yes we are okay we are hopeful (laughs) we are hopeful and we want you to know that there is hope for you and your marriage right as well that's right that's right and we um definitely thank you for listening in on this podcast we want to continue to give you great content week by week um definitely you can give us a message um you can um send us a like you can share our podcast if you let others know about us so that we can be able to help other people and even to um to to hopefully even ourselves we listen to our own podcast so we can see you know what we can learn from ourselves and that we can hopefully be a benefit to the world um through um the 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 life that god has given us the marriage god has given us the family god has given us so we can bless your family so we thank you for listening to our podcast like i said like share subscribe to our to our podcast on the different various platforms you can check us out also on facebook we have a facebook page a love worth dying for we have a twitter at love worth dying the number four and also any other places you look for us You'll see Janelle and myself there. So again, this is a love worth dying for featuring Joseph and Janelle Banks. And we are out. God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening to a love worth dying for podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at love worth dying for or email us at a love worth dying for at gmail.com so until next time grace peace and love to the glory of god